Hello. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the to show. The, Ken the and Echo show. show. The Echo and Ken Show. The show of record for North Missouri. Northeast and here we Missouri. are. We're taking up the whole North Dinah. now. We're at the four-way stop, and what do we do? We are stopped. We are stopped. A complete stop at the four-way stop. And now we're heading north. We're heading out of town. It's a gorilla episode. Yes, gorilla with a U. Gorilla with a U. There's a ups man who is actually a woman today. The big show. <laughs> the show of record. <laughs> um, what you throw the disclaimer in there so we don't forget it? These are the views and opinions of Ken and Echo. Or Echo and Ken, if you prefer, which mm-hmm. I do. They are not the views and opinions of... The Nemotors.net Media Group, which includes... The Edina Sentinel, the Media in Cahoka, the Clarence Courier, the Shelby County Herald, and LewisCountyStar.com. LewisCountyStar.com. Yeah, they are our opinions, not their opinions. No. Even though we work for them. Even though we work for them. So. so, welcome to the show. We're heading north. We are on on the road. We're going to do one of our lunch episodes. I love the lunch episode. I doubt we're actually going to probably record inside the place today because well, is we it might. very loud in there? I don't remember it being particularly loud. Oh, we'll see. Are they just have you been there since they expanded? Yes, I have. We're going to Zimmerman Store in Rutledge, which technically is not in Knox County. It's in Scotland County, but we won't hold that against them. Because it's just across the line. We're going to enjoy that. And then on the way back, we're going to stop and buy Echo some pepper cheese. Ooh, I'm pepper buy, cheese. I'm treating Echo to a pound of pepper cheese. I'm fairly now, excited about pepper For those pepper of you cheese. who don't know, pepper cheese is a great kind of horrible American cheese product, okay? But it's delicious if you like pepper. And... The brand that they carry at the Rutledge uh, Meats is hotter than your normal brand. I mean, it's not hot. You will you will think it's fairly mild, but normally pepper cheese that they sell in like it's really mild. It's really it's like really occasionally. Mild. You well, get this like one a... has got at least the smallest amount of heat. Just a just a littlest amount. The older I get, the more I love heat. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. Are the Eagles back? We're driving by the old the city lake. Not the old city lake, the new city lake. Which is not in any way new, but it's newer than the old city lake. I don't see I any. I don't see any. We, we had Eagles last year. You may never have been to the old city lake. No, I've never been there. It's yes. private property now. It is private you property. you can't see it from the road. And you can't see it from the road. But it's a very nice little and lake. And I don't even know whose property it is. So. I don't either. But it's much smaller than the than the new city lake. But it's still a beautiful, beautiful little lake. It's almost a really big pond. But Anyway, so we're heading north. We're coming towards Three Mile Corner, which they call Three Mile Corner because, hey, surprisingly, it's about three miles north of town. Right. Also where the poor farm used to be. The pole farm. Are you the one that taught me that? No, I'm not. I did not even know that. Actually, yeah, I guess this is where the poor farm was, and this road out here is actually called Poor Farm. Is it? It is. Ah, good to know. It's, the commissioners decided that when they were uh, renaming all of the roads, county roads, from numbers to names. That's kind of neat. Yeah, they decided it should be Poor Farm because this is where the Poor Farm was. It's a beautiful, See, 
There it is. There, Poor Farm Road, yeah. Poor Farm Road. It's, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a little nippy, a little cold. But uh, the skies are bluish. The sun is shiny-ish. Yeah, it is a beautiful, bright day today. It is today. a beautiful, bright day. These weird, wispy clouds off in the distance. I don't know what they're called. So, what's new in the in the world of North Missouri? I saw the Knox County School was honored for the apple thingy. Which oh, is yeah, cool. that was a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. It's kind of cool. We Our school has been honored as part of a, a program by Apple Apple's for being very schools. forward, uh, progressive, and quality school. I didn't really realize, uh, I mean, I knew it was a big deal. It's a big deal. It is be, a big deal. I mean, it really is recognized really by actually a Apple big deal. as one of Apple's distinguished schools. But then I dug into it a little and just like poked around on their website. Yeah. Yesterday, and there's besides being only four four hundred schools in the world mm-hmm. that get this distinction, there um, these are four hundred schools in across twenty nine countries. Right, and we're one of them. That's pretty incredible. It is, and it's pretty cool. So. Because you know there must be four hundred schools in the whole state of Missouri or more. You know, just in our state. Think how many schools oh, are in the American? There's more than yeah. There's more than four hundred. I don't know how many there are though. But in America, there's oh gosh, forty thousand schools or something right. like that. So, um, quite a big honor. It was really interesting about the whole creator thing. You know, our students are yeah, little our mini creators creating creators out there making things. Yeah. And I posted a raw video that we did. Which yes, is I saw kind that. of long. You watched the whole video? I did watch the whole video. I, I saw part of it. It's kind of interesting. Andy, who's the uh, superintendent, the Knox County School District superintendent, was talking about how first graders are building PowerPoints. And how right up there. he didn't start building PowerPoints until he was like a junior or senior in high school. You know, how, like, going into it, they're thinking, like, you know, what can these five- and six-year-olds really do? You know, not much is what some people's uh, ideas would be. But but these kids, well, and then he had another uh, example he was using where the first graders decided there wasn't enough um, shade on the playground. There wasn't any shade on the playground. So they started researching it and making iMovies, little playground shade documentaries and graphing and things, uh, researching different types of shade, and so they made a presentation to him to uh, persuade him to uh, buy some trees for their playground, and that was their... So I think it's pretty cool as far as, like, problem solving and use of technology and... Yeah, uh, you made me feel old, though. Why? Because Andy was talking about Andy being Mr. Turgeon. Yeah. Is that how it's pronounced? Turgeon? Turgeon. Turgeon. Okay, Mr. Turgeon. I was talking about he didn't do PowerPoint, so it was a junior and senior. We didn't have a computer in my high school. Okay? I I was pre-computer age. We still, I learned to type in high school in a typing class on a manual typewriter, not even an electric. Right. And it was an almost unfair thing. Let me tell you this quick story. Um, The teacher made. She did not want. This, my senior year was the first year that boys were allowed to take typing. Really? Before that, boys were not allowed to take typing. Boys were not allowed to take home economics, which is what they called it at the time. 
and girls were not allowed to take shop or they were not allowed to do the auto mechanics which we had an auto mechanic program in our school mm-hmm. and body shop that was, our school was kind of a, a training area for auto mechanics and body shop um, still is as far as I know but, but anyway so we they uh, basically allowed uh, boys and girls to this is the first year that they were allowed my senior year was the first year they were allowed to take the other classes and of course I guess no I guess it was my junior year because Grant Smith was still there Grant was a senior I was a junior he was a year ahead of me Grant Smith was the guy he was the BMOC the big man on campus he was the high school quarterback he was the star of the basketball team everybody loved him for good reason he was a great guy I mean Grant was a heck of a guy um and uh well, anyway, when they announced that they were going to be, and all the guys were standing around snickering, Grant said, well, I'm going to take typing. We all kind of, you know, everybody's like, turns around and looks, because this is the BMOC, big man on campus. <laughs> and somebody asked him, why? He says, because I'm going to college, and I'm going to learn how to program computers, and I'm going to need to know how to type. And the instant that Grant Smith said he was going to do it, it became cool for everybody to do. So did that help persuade you to take typing? Yes, it did. Because Grant Smith was thought it was cool to take typing? Yes. So it right? made it cool for you? It did. I admit it. You know, I was a high school kid, like a normal, you know. So and what about the females? Was there like a, was there a heap of female, uh, you know, girl power going on to the shop class? Or no, there really wasn't. Was, huh. There was one boy who decided to take... Um, Homac. Homac. And uh, uh, he he did well with it. Uh, but there were probably f- ten of us boys that took typing. But the typing teacher was 100% opposed to it. And I can't mention this typing teacher's name because she is from Knox County. Even though I did not go to school here, she and her husband are both from Knox County, and they still have people who live here. So I can't mention a name. She but, was upset that you were taking oh, typing. Oh, she was. She absolutely did not want the boys. So did she so, make you suffer? Yes, she did. Echo's getting a phone call. Echo's getting a phone call. I'm not answering it. Nope. I will call you back in a half an hour to an hour. Okay, um... So, yeah. So what we did, we get into the class, and she's like, okay, since you big, strong men have big, strong fingers, you guys can or you can use the manual typewriters. Because we had manual typewriters, and we had electric typewriters. And there really wasn't enough typewriters to go around because there were more people in the class than usual. Right. So she put all the boys on manual typewriters. But she graded us on the same scale as the people using the electric typewriters. I don't know if you've ever used a manual typewriter. Not that I'm aware of. It's a whole different matter. And, of course, immediately we started to complain, look. So you don't have to plug in a manual typewriter? No, it's just a, it's It's no electricity at all. Hmm. So, you know, we start to complain, hey, this isn't fair. And she's like, I can type 140 words a minute on either one of them. And if I can do it, you can do it. 
<laughs> and she did too. She like, yeah. Of course, she's a typing teacher. You I'm know? a mad typer, but I don't think I'm 140. I did not actually. That's... I learned how to type. Fine. Okay, I'm a good typist. I gave a typeset, but man, it was it was not fair. So that was my typing story. But we did not have computers when I was in high school. I, we, I, I had went computers. To school before the, before the computer age hit. We had the floppy disk computers, the old school. Yeah. You know, it was the 80s, we late, were, yeah, late we were 80s, having, and when, when I was I got in into elementary college, school. They had the early apples. It, my junior and senior year, they just got a quote-unquote computer lab. Yeah, that's what we had, the computer lab, where we would all go sit and play, like, Oregon Trail. Did you play Oregon I, Trail? No, I played something else, though. I mean, I was, that's all oh, I ever did. Man, I, I loved me some Oregon Trail when I was... There was something called Analyza, which was a fake, uh, uh, what you call it, a fake uh, psychiatry program where you'd type in and then it would ask you questions. You'd type in an answer and then it'd ask you another question like, well, how do you feel about that? Or let's talk about your mother. Or it's all free, you know. And it was a very, very, I mean, that was my first experience with computing was playing old apple interesting this kind of reminds me of some news i've been trying to catch up on uh, with all that's been going on on capitol hill and i'm sure that you haven't paid any attention to that not even a little well i saw i see it float by and i just don't have time to stop and read it but i'm pretty sure there's something going on with like how uh our social networking giants and google facebook uh, maybe instagram maybe twitter are testified on Capitol Hill about how um, they brainwashed our, how they brainwash us. <laughs> I'm not quite sure yet. I'll have to delve into it. Not today because I'm busy today, or maybe not tomorrow either. But it does at get, sometime in this lifetime, I am going to go back and find those Capitol Hill hearings and. It watch does them. get a little eerie, though, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, that Facebook is testifying on Capitol Hill that they built themselves to brainwash us yes yes it does and it's not just it's not just that though uh, a little bit unsettling which is why i'm going to make it a point to go back and watch these capitol hill hearings what's even more unsettling though is when you talk about something you're talking to somebody i'm talking to you and i talk to you about um let me let me just see i'm talking to you i'm going to see what kind of truck this is coming up it's a little the male person's driving a truck. I'll see if it's a Chevy, a Dodge, or what it is. Okay, this is a Chevrolet, Chevy. a red Chevrolet truck. And you talk to somebody about a red Chevrolet truck. Then you click on Facebook, and the first thing that pops up is an ad for a Chevrolet truck. Right, because... You know? And, and you, you just were talking to them. I know it's coincidence. At least I think think it's cool it's so it's not eerie they can hear i mean if you can say okay google or okay whoever or tell me what this or that is to your device that means your device is listening to you but of course besides you, just the times when you're talking to it if you do any kind of search at all you know that's the ads that you're gonna every website you go on is gonna pop up ads for that camera lens or that uh, plane ticket or that type of uh, holiday ham that you were looking for, or, you know, whatever. Well, here's the thing. If the, if the upper echelon is talking about, you know, the 
the time suck that their apps, you know, how big of a time suck can we be to people? Or I'm, I'm sure they had a more eloquent way of phrasing it. Um, I'm wondering if that can't be reversed, right? Right. So if it's like, as far as like narrowing, narrowing the perspective to where you're only seeing like what you want to see in things, I wonder if they could reverse that and just like open people's minds. Mind blown. Mind blown. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, if the, you know, it's a pendulum, it should be able to swing both ways, don't you think? Kind oh. of blows my mind that we're living in such an incredible, exciting time. There's the a train. wild world we're living in. We're going to get to wait for a train, maybe. Uh, we're quite a ways away. Coming into Rutledge now. We're coming into Rutledge, and we're just going over the county line. Boom, right now. So we're just in town, and there's a train, and it's going slow. I... Everybody likes to watch the train. You don't like to sit and watch the train. You're not a train watcher. I'm. I don't mind the train when it's going fast. I think we're gonna. Have you ever gone and hung out at the railroad bridge and watched the trains? I have. I've done it before. Yes. Really. There's Rutledge Meet, which we like. Looks like they're doing a lot of business over here. Yeah. On a Friday. Well, some things are off. It's. Well, it's Veterans Day, it's observed. Not, I was going to say, it's not Veterans Day. It's Veterans Day is In parentheses, tomorrow. observed. Well, we had our Veterans Day program at school this right. morning, which we live stream. Which I saw you live stream. I didn't watch it. On the Nemo News Facebook page, if you want to check it out, or the NemoNews.net. I just posted it before I came in. Yeah. So it, it's, and that's always a, always a, they always have a really good program. They do. And it's like a well-oiled machine. It is. I'm, I'm. I'll have to look back. Did we start in 2011 or 12? This will be the fifth year, maybe, or yeah, sixth like year. It, it, I mean, it flows. It's good. It's. There's not much old Rutledge left, is there? Yeah, it's good. It's a little... I took pictures of this just before they tore it down. I didn't know they were tearing all the stuff down. So. Was this here before? There was a built. Yes. Um, was this what was on fire last time? Um, no, it was a, across the street. Okay. That was what was on fire. This was a white building that got knocked down for a parking area, which you can see why. Okay, we're in Rutledge, so we're going to put the pause on this. And uh, we may or may not do, we're going to try to do some inside recording. And it'll sound a lot different because I'm going to record it on my phone. And then uh, we'll be back. So I'm going to put you on hold here and we'll go inside we're gonna have some chow so here we are we're in the store we're in the, the big store the zimmerman's cafe ordered food we're wandering around and checking out things and here we are we're in the expanded section if you haven't been in the last year or so it's been the seating section is about triple the size it was. Yeah, and they added bathrooms. Or... This was just... just much nicer. It is much nicer. And right now there's what? Stop over. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it stopped kind of there. I remember before coming, you know, having to come back through here. And uh, we have. 
or two open tables is all. Yeah, it's a good lunch con. And they've got quilts up on the walls, which I love. Yeah, I, I see a lot of yes, they're beautiful. I see a lot of familiar faces in here. Lots of lots of locals having lunch with us. A lot of people looks like they came from the veterans uh, service, they may well veterans have. ceremony at school. They may well have. I recognize some Knox uh, County people. I recognize them. There's some Scotland County people <coughs> over there. So, <coughs> echoes hacking away. Choking on my drinks. Made right. Yeah, we'll have to, one day, I can go there to, uh, we, I was telling Echo about uh, Canteen Lunch in a tub bar, which is, uh, look, Google it. I, I'm not going to go into it. But Canteen Lunch in a tub, we're going to have to go up there sometime. And I have to take Stanley on that trip. Yeah, we will. Uh, I, I really won't, won't eat the lunch too much because, you know, I'm not a, much of a meat eater. But they have pie that's to die. Ooh, I love pie. Uh, so, yeah, we'll do that sometime. And then we're going to have to go to your heartland one of these days. It's a little longer of a trip, so. And we need to go to the Rabbits. The Rabbits. Thursday night, pizza night. On a pizza night? Mm-hmm. I've never been there on a pizza night. Me neither. We ought to go. Mm-hmm. I think we have to call ahead. Yeah. So they know to make enough. Well, Stanley, you like canteen lunch because it's all right there. They make it right in front of you. You, sit you around, would like that. You sit around where they're cooking, and they cook it right in front of you. You can see everything. So he knows that he's comfortable and they're not doing weird stuff to the food. <laughs> you know us so well. I do. Yeah, Stanley's a... Yeah. He's, he's uh, He likes to see food made in his presence. Yes, he does. You know who else likes to do that? Cops. Cops? Yeah. That makes sense. I never really... I did not know that. When I worked in Nevada in broadcast, I went on a lot of ride-alongs. Like yeah, sure. Probably like every week, every other week I was on a ride-along. And everybody I rode with was a really big stickler about wanting to see the... They would only eat at restaurants where it was open, where you could stand there and want to make it. But it's different in the city with cops and things. Well, I can understand that, too. Yeah. We're starting a little, you know, a little small town, you know, nothing. We have a restaurant, so it's not like there's much choice. You're going to eat at the restaurant or you're not. Right. No, that's not true, because you have the blue We have a couple of restaurants. We have three. Two. Two and a half? Two and a half. Plus Casey's. Plus Casey's doesn't really count as a restaurant. Plus... Plus where? LJ's Blue Room oh, and what's an LJ? Lucky's. LJ's Lucky is yeah. yeah, the Yeah. They serve food. Lucky's is our restaurant, whatever it's called. Lucky's. It's still run Lucky's. It used to be the Pizza House. Right. And then there's a Blue Room. Right, which is a which is a restaurant, half, half of a restaurant. And then there's LJ's. Square. Which is where the old VFW bar. Okay, I've never been in LJ's. I've 
never been in there. What is it? It's a bar, and then they have like a restaurant side. So half is bar, the other half is, and they only they do a special. And that's all they do. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's like a lot of stuff. But I don't know that I've ever seen like a good like non meat selection. They still are they still doing the uh, sale barn? Is it still the sale barn? There you go. There's the other one. They are a restaurant, the sale barn cafe. But they're not open every day. Yes, they are. Are they? Breakfast and lunch. They might be closed on like Sunday. Okay, I, I, there we are. I never remember the sale barn. So there's that's quite a few just for a diner. She's a popular person. It's Stanley, I have to take it. Hello, you're in speaker for no more podcasting. Hello. 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 Hello, come in. Are you done with your stuff? I see. Alright. Good to know. I was wondering why I didn't see you this morning. We're podcasting right now. Can I call you back? Yeah. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. All right. I love you. Okay. Did you want anything on your fish? Like tartar? Do you have some tartar? Yeah, tartar would be awesome. That would be great. Thank you. To be we're going to pause this now um, because we're going to eat. We're back. We are back. We're back. We're on. Echo's messing around we're with our headset. Road. We're on. We're kind heading of. back to town. We're with heading cheese. back to town. We have, we have fed at, the, at a successful lunch at Zimmerman's Cafe in Rutledge. We're just getting ready to leave the happening town of Rutledge. We stopped by Rutledge Meat, which is a strange place for vegetarian like me to shop, but I do. And we... Uh, for cheese. For cheese. We bought... I bought Echo a pound of the pepper cheese. She tried a bite of it, and... And it was delicious. It was pretty good, though, isn't it? I mean... It was delicious. It is kind of like a hard um, American. Yeah. Hard white. Which I love American cheese. Do you like American cheese? I like, okay, I like some American cheese. I like the hard. You like hard American, American cheese. cheese. I mean, I don't like the, if it comes in an That's individually like, sliced thing, no. If it comes in like the. The chunk. The chunk, yes. That's like old school government cheese. Oh, the, oh, government oh, man. cheese. Government cheese. Government cheese. You, Who, oh, holla government if you cheese. remember the days of government cheese and My how good got, that she stuff was. A senior was. And she got government cheese. And I, oh, she man. fed us some government cheese. Big hunks of it because they, they give the family like a big old, like, <laughs> was it like a five or ten pound block? <laughs> like, yeah. It was. And it was, I mean, you mm-hmm. could not buy cheese that good. No, it, it was. They made, the government cheese was. Uber super premium American style cheese. Now it wasn't truly American cheese. It wasn't like cheddar. It was Although, cheddar style, but yeah, it was if you American. Look, if you look at uh, American cheese, isn't actually a type of cheese. As much as that sounds strange, it is a processed, pasteurized, processed cheese food. It is not a cheese in itself. Like Munster is a cheese. 
Lindberger is a cheese. American cheese is a type of pasteurized product, officially. This is where people name cheeses. So you can end up getting everything from the really cruddy, individually wrapped, uh, off-brand cheese, calling Ooh, itself American yeah. cheese, all the way up to the really high-quality block of, block of, Mer- of cheese. And everything in between is called American cheese. So I like the really good quality stuff. I love American cheese. It's one of my guiltiest pleasures. I'm, I'm it's a, like the bologna of cheeses, right? Yeah. Well, America. I love some bologna. America is. We have many great things in America. But our cheeses are generally not high on the list compared to the cheeses from around the world. Um, our cheeses are just, I mean, they just don't hold up to America, to the cheeses from around the world, with a couple of exceptions. And American cheese is kind of like uh, adjunct lager beer, like Budweiser or Miller Lite. Or, you know, so that's an adjunct lager beer, which means it's made out of rice instead of made out of barley and hops like real beer is supposed to be. Huh, I didn't know that. Um, so American cheese is kind of like that sort of a thing where we like it, we drink it, we eat it, and the rest of the world thumbs their nose at us. Well, that's just like Brits like a lot of pâtés. Yes, absolutely. Right? And, right. and there, is that the only place in the world for that? Does anybody else like pâté? Um, French, too. Probably not. Okay, so over there. Yeah, and then there's Canada, which we were talking about Canada and, and poutine over, over, and I know my which wife you... listens to this, and she's just cringing at the thought of poutine, because it's to her... It sounds delicious. It's, a, it's an absolute evil thing to do to a, a bowl of perfectly good French fries. <laughs> I thought you were going to bust out with something like um, poi or, you know, do you like poi? No, I don't care for poi. I don't either. I hate, I, it's, I'm sorry I really to like say that I cannot handle anything. it. I, I'm not a taro fan. And so anything roots? with taro fare flavored like poi and some of the other stuff, yeah, that's not me. Well, plantains, cooked plantains. Yeah. How about, Yeah. If I'm if I'm going with um, with island food, I'm I'm definitely going with something like uh, pineapple or uh, some of the other really good fruits they have. Macadamia nuts. I mean, who who doesn't love mac nuts? And mangoes, a nice mangoes, soft ripe mango. Star this fruit. Is not much better than that. Guavas are pretty good too, except for I don't like the way the seeds smell. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a little I bit like, like you know where I like guava is is in. When it's juiced and put into mixed drinks, like the the guava teas, really good. Yeah. Guava has a really good mixes with good guava lemonade is actually pretty good. I like the fruit, just not the seeds. Like the seed part of it is. Yeah, I can see that. Too much there's, for some, me. there's some fruits I I really like, but I don't like the texture of. I love orange. Oranges are great, but I don't really like eating oranges all that much. Ooh, I love them. I mean, because I don't like the the ugh, pulpy. Do you like ripe fruit that is soft, like really ripe fruit, or are you more like a crunchy fruit guy? It's got to have some bite to depends. it. Depends. Um, I will. I like <laughs> apples, for example. 
I like apples okay in a certain way, but only in a certain way. I like apples sliced. They have to be sliced or I won't eat them. Because I don't like biting. Con- no, I don't con- like that. On an apple? Because I always get the, the skin cut in my teeth. Right. It's like, yeah. So if I have them sliced, I, I don't have that. I get the best of both That's worlds. That's weird. And, of course, we, we go over to the uh, the uh, Quincy to the apple orchard over there. Uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's the one out there uh, just over the other side of the interstate. And, oh, my gosh, this time of year, the apples they have, they're the best apples in the world. They have perfectly. Right now when it's cold oh, like well, this? No. Well, they even just though it them. froze a little? They just picked them. Okay. They're all in. They're all in. They're all picked. And then the, the cider is so fresh. Oh, it's to die for. It's in Quincy? Yeah. It's, yeah. Also, I discovered this year that I really love locally grown pears. Oh, yeah. Somebody yeah. gave me some pears a few weeks ago, and they were just like rock hard. Oh, yeah. And so I, they've just been sitting on my counter mellowing. Let them mellow, ch- yeah. Chilling. And I ate one of them yesterday, and I thought my head was going to pop off. It was so good. This yeah. big, giant, we, yeah, we've got a pear juicy, tree. delicious pear. And we've also got uh, some apple trees that do really well. We've got a peach tree. It was so good. I saved the seeds from it. It was so good. So. We're going to have to find room for a pear tree in my yard now. <clears throat> we'll talk about that after the podcast. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I love that stuff. We actually was at CNR last night, and they had, uh, I saw uh, a guy there who was doing a display. Um, and I, I was walking by the, the uh, walking past the uh, liquor store part of CNR, and I saw he was doing a display in there, so I went in. And he was a guy from Baltimore Bend Winery. Okay. That's down by Waverly, which is kind of central Missouri, a little bit west. And he he supplies he, he CNR is one of the one of the stores on his route. And he was doing a demonstration for any customers that wanted to sample wines. And he had three sweet wines. And I I'm not much of a, I'm not a wine aficionado. Okay. Okay. But I like local. And by local, I mean made in Missouri products. We try to buy everything we can that's made in Missouri. But unfortunately, most Missouri wines are sweet wines. That's true. Be- well, for two reasons. The climate. One of which the people, the people uh, here love sweet wines. So even, even when they import wines, they like sweet wines. And yes, very much the climate. The Norton grape is the grape that grows here. And it makes sweet wines. So most of, most Missouri wines are are sweet to some extent, and then some of them are like drinking syrup. Yes, I, I'm not I'm not a big wine drinker or anything like that. But I just thought it was interesting that we we're bringing in a local, not really local to us, but fairly local person to demonstrate Missouri products. I like that. That is nice. I like made at home stuff. Of course, we have a winery in Kirksville. Never been there. Uh, but yeah, so what's I going think on this might week? Might have been there. We got a few minutes. We're on our way home. But what's going on this week? Um. Okay. So it is today is the pre-veterans day, veterans day, 
Veterans Day observed. Veterans Day. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. So uh, tomorrow is the American Legion. Soup supper. Soup supper. That they always have. Which is not at the Legion this year. It will be at the community center. Now that's different. So that's something you should know because you usually go to that. Because don't they make your soup? I do. They actually will have a vegetarian chili there. And <clears throat> I have to get there fairly early because it usually... You know, we're not the only vegetarians in town, and it usually goes pretty quick. And it's a meal competition. It's not a meal competition tomorrow, but there is, like, so many I things going on. I saw that, that. There's a church that has a meal going on, too. Well, here's the thing. It's opening day of rifle season, and the Methodist Church always does their opening day fish fry. Yeah. So yeah. it's on the same night now because that Which just so happens to be on Veterans Day. But Veterans Day comes on the 11th every year, and that's mm-hmm. just when it is. I just foresee a lot of really stuffed people. <laughs> you know, tomorrow night, just the way people, the way we roll is, we'll just go to... Yeah, I know actually, a lot of we, people that will just go to both. As I recall, uh, I don't remember, was Stanley there last year with us? And wait a minute, isn't the Herland Fire Department a fish fry tonight? And there's another church doing a fish fry, and I, it's yeah, tonight or tomorrow night. Tonight, I think. I don't remember where. Is that I, out here in Rutledge? I didn't see any signs in Rutledge. I think there's something going on at one of the churches in Rutledge, too, fish fry. By the I way, uh, I'll get this posted. We are recording this on Friday the 10th. Okay. Friday the 10th. And I should get November. it posted tonight. So, or today. So, there's that. Oh. And uh, so, do you know why Veterans Day is on? The 11th of November every year? The 11th hour, the 11th, the 11th, 11th minute, minute of the 11th, 11th hour, of the 11th, 11th day. day of the, the 11th, 11th month. month of 1918 was when the armistice for the war to end all wars <laughs> was signed. World War One. The war to end all wars. That's what they called it. And, um, yeah, it's... Uh, being a historian, I can go on about World War One and how pretty much everything we have going on in the world today is a direct fallout from World War One. So I think it's, you know, perfectly appropriate that we honor the veterans on that day. Because most of the wars that we've, well, pretty much all the wars that we've fought since then have been directly res- directly the the responsibility of World War One. It's caused all of them. So one way or another. So okay. very, very it's a good day and a bad day because we stopped fighting, at least for a little while, right? Armistice? Right. And that's that's better than than wiping out people. entire generations of people. Being killed by people, right. And 1918 was a very bitter year because it's also when the the great flu epidemic. Right. Flu shots. I know people have been getting flu shots all around town. I need to get mine. I haven't gotten mine yet. Have you gotten yours? I don't take a flu shot. Do you ever get the flu? Uh, no. (laughs) Not generally. I was kind of thinking, wondering about that. Well, see, you meet a lot of people. Job. But I am like. You're going everywhere all the time in crowds of people. Yeah, all the time. and this I'm last not. couple of weeks, I really feel like I've been tempting fate because 
like one of the kids have been sick and <clears throat> Rachel's been sick and uh, lots of kids around me have been sick and people in passing have been sick and I feel like just for the last couple of weeks I've been like com- completely surrounded in sickness. Well, Jean gets a flu shot. My wife gets a flu shot. I'm, pro- I'm going to end know. up getting a flu shot too just because Stanley needs to have a flu shot. We're all going to... Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I think it's a good idea, but I just really don't fall into one of the high-risk groups. So, because hmm. my job, I meet, I actually meet with very, very few people in my job. I, I will go days seeing three people. Yeah, and that's not me. I'll go days seeing. So, it's kind of a different... Everybody in the whole county. Different matter. So, we got flu shots going on. What else we got going on? Uh, Call the health department if you need a flu shot. Yeah, they'll take care of you. Um, and don't wait around either. If, if you want to get one, get it done. Don't wait around because if there gets to be a run on it, you know, you never know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it's Friday. And this is the day that I get, like, funnel. Yes. Uh, Dumped on? It, yeah, it's like when you fill too much in the funnel and it gets stuck in the little. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So. And you have to tap the a little side bit of, the of a backup of the brain going on. It's Friday, and so yeah, it's kind of just I just want to spend the rest of the day with my head down. So and my fingers on the keyboard. Just big big news down. tomorrow in Clark County. The uh, Clark County football Indians are going for district. No, not district. Uh, quarterfinals. And uh, I wouldn't bet against them. This is a team that uh, I know you don't talk football, but I talk football. This is a team I've been saying all along is a team you don't want to meet in the playoffs because they're a team that got better every single game throughout the year. And they started, they had young players and they started to peak. So I'm really hoping Clark County can continue on and take it all the way to the dome. Or I don't really know where they're holding the state championships anymore. It used to be at the uh, uh, dome in Kansas City. That would be cool. And Mike's but been live streaming. Yeah, Mike's live. Mike will be live streaming. So if you want to see Clark County. Is he going to live stream? I think he's live streaming tomorrow. We'll have. Tomorrow's the game's tomorrow. Okay. I think it's tomorrow. Do you? Okay. Pretty sure. He's been live streaming and it's been wildly popular. Yeah, I watched wildly it last week. Wildly popular. And I was in. There was 125 on when I was on, and I know that wasn't nearly the high number. Yeah, he peaked the, at like 240-something yeah. or close to 250. And Mike actually does a really good job of explaining what's going on and stuff, too, when you watch the game. He could be a, he could be a, he does a better job than some of the radio people. Now, to be fair, the people who at KMEM who do Clark County. We're not talking about you. We're not talking about you because you guys are really good. Um, uh, you're a good, you're a good, really good. announcing team. You're one of the best. Well, and teams our they sports have. director is one of them, David Sharp. Right. Who's like the sports man of Northeast Missouri. Right. So, but uh, I believe it's Andy. Yeah, I think it's Andy Middleton and and uh, somebody else does the Clark County broadcast for KMU. I mean, they're very good. You know, so we're not talking about you, Andy. And uh, does Mark Denny do them too? Who? Mark Denny. Don't. Mark Denny, Rick Fisher. I don't know about Andy Mark. Middleton, David Sharp. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yes, and uh, David usually works with um, uh, Ray Hassenjager. Okay. And then uh, the guy who's the morning guy does the uh, 
Rick Fisher. Oh, no, it's not Rick. It's the the, the other guy. Uh, Mark Denny. No. He does the uh, post-game show, and he does a really great job of it. Dave. Dave, uh, yeah. It's Dave. Dave. Shout out to Dave. Anyway, so we're back. We're going to park next to the, the Echo Mobile, and this is going to be the podcast for this week. So until we meet again, my friend. Wait, thank you. And ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. And let me you know what uh, Stanley thinks of the cheese. I will. All right. Bye-bye.